Welcome to What's With These Homies Talking About Weezer. I'm your host, Man Apodaca, and today we're talking Weezer's 10th album and 4th self-titled album, a.k.a. The White Album. Released on April 1st, 2016, not an April Fool's joke. It marks the f- a fork in the road for the band, one direction toward the past and the other toward the future. To discuss the album, I'm joined by a very special guest. You know him as the drummer for Motion City Soundtrack, Tiny Stills, and Don't Stop or We'll Die, his podcast for Lee's Navi Pod, and his Patreon for Star Wars comedy songs, Cloud City Soundtrack. It's Tony Thaxton. Hello. Please read more credits. Okay. Please uh, read more credits. That's what all the <laughs> listeners are chanting right They're now. More cre- they want the credits, and you know what? That's, I mean, that's all I got. But you, 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 <laughs> that's me. all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all your things. I mean, look, you know Tony from everything. Tony's on everything. <laughs> everything. If, you, if you've ever experienced a thing, Tony was, was there. Yeah, that's right. And it was great because and it, of it. And it, oh, man, you, it, it, was, it was made better. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Tony, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Uh, I feel like when I started doing this show... Uh, this was this was discussed. This episode was discussed for sure. We were like, we're gonna make it happen for the White Album. Yeah, I I, I threw it out there because yes. I knew I knew that. Uh, well, I wanted to give you a hard time first of all because we we've been we're not close or anything, sure. but we're friendly. You yeah, know? we don't course. see each other too often. But we, uh, uh, we're we're uh, that brand of friend that uh, has met online and become a ch- uh, chummy. Yes, yes, and that's, so that's new. So when I knew you were doing this, and then I saw I don't remember what point but i i basically i knew what you were doing and then i wanted to just kind of give you a heart i was like oh if only you knew somebody that's toured with weezer (laughs) so yes and then and i knew everyone like everyone was going to want to do the blue album in pinkerton right and this is this is a, a, a weird uh, later one for me that i actually am quite fond of not to get right into it no of of course i mean look Let's get into it. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, this is the thing when you start something like this and, uh, yeah, of course, yeah, you're right. Everybody was like, oh, I'll do Pinkerton. I was like, great. I already, I already did it and I'm really yeah. not interested in uh, doing it again. Like, I mean, because I mean, just to not give myself, uh, I, I mean, I already talk about it so much. Like, it's it'll come up here today. Yeah, of course. Uh, but, like, uh, I, I don't think I have more takes about it than what I gave an hour and a half to, you know? <laughs> that would that would be, uh, as these words are leaving my mouth, I'm going to go ahead and say, this is not going to be, wouldn't be an interesting experiment. Yeah. But in a way, I'm just going to say it anyways. <laughs> yeah. It would be an interesting experiment to just every week, you just still do it on Pinkerton just to see <laughs> how, many, how much juice I could get yeah, out of that. Like, see how different each episode could really be. See if you can still get some stuff out of there. Well, hey, maybe, Tony, you've given me season two of this there show. Because, I mean, uh, for those listening at home who've listened to all of them, we're getting to the, we're getting to the yeah. end. We're getting to the end of this thing. Who knows what's going to happen? But the way the way they're churning out stuff, I, they might. Yeah, by the time I get to the end, they might put out three more albums. Yeah, who knows? Uh, but Tony, you did say you've toured with Weezer with Motion City Soundtrack. Correct. What? So what? When was this? And like, yeah, give us give us a little bit of like, I guess when that was, and like, if you got any got any road stories. <laughs> uh, well, I. Uh, what I can, boy, do you do you yeah. want to get the uh, the the uh, 
personal detailed backstory of the craziness that went into that first time we went on tour with them uh sure or do you want the shorter version I, mean, I won't be offended if you want the shorter version I, i'll take i'll take any version of the story that you are ready to tell if you if okay. the shorter one is easier for you to tell absolutely but if you want to get into detail i'm ready for details i just i yeah. want to I'll, I'll give some details here because i feel like this was just such a crazy yeah. year uh so well, first of all, you know, I I, I was uh, very into Weezer from from uh, that first record on. Yes, uh, I w- I'm much older than you, so that came out when I was in high school. Okay, and uh, <laughs> I'm an old man now, and so so you know, I had I had a, a long history with them that, like many others, has gotten complicated. Sure, uh, but uh, you know. I, uh, I still enjoy moments here and there of the newer stuff. Um, so uh, they were a band that I had had liked for a long time, but we had never gotten to play with them. And um, in 2009, which is insane that that was 10 years ago already. Whoa. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is around uh, Ratitude for them, I would say. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and this is the the back the the more detailed backstory part of just making turning this about me now. Sure. Uh, not that that the first part was already about me. I'm making no. it even more about me <laughs> instead of about Weezer. Uh, so 2009 was an insane year for me because uh, literally one hour into 2009, I fell down and broke my arm. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, and like completely, not just like kind of, but like. Like the fully not, broken. Not, the bone was not connected anymore. Oh my like god! Was, and a uh, cartoon break. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I'll, you know, I'll I'll slightly condense some of this. So it it was a a nightmare of of most of the year for me. Yeah, you're with a that. drummer who uses his arms for work. Exactly. And we were um, pretty soon after this, we were supposed to start. When I say we, I'm referring to Motion City soundtrack. We were uh, going to be starting pre-production for our next record, which mm-hmm. also happened to be our first major label record. Okay, and so you know, kind of a bit, kind of yeah. a big deal. Uh, and so my arm is broken, and uh, it ends up being one problem after another. Uh, first of all, when I went to the emergency room, when I broke it, uh, I did not know this until later on, but it turned out. They mostly just x-rayed my shoulder, oh, and great. they missed where the break was in my arm. <laughs> wow. Like, the x-ray was just right above where the break was, yeah. basically. So they sent me home with just a sling and some painkillers. No. <laughs> and, my, and again, my arm was completely broken. Yeah. Uh, and um, so that goes on. Eventually, uh, I see a doctor, and... Uh, this was like a couple days later because it was like a holiday, you know, it was a holiday weekend and all this. So I literally had to wait like three days before I could even see a real doctor. No. So I'm just like. So in the in absolute horrific pain, probably. Yes. Yeah. yes. And if, if I was not sitting exactly right with my arm sitting as exact specific way in that sling, like my arm just hurts and is flopping around. Oh, my and, God. Yeah. Like in Harry Potter? Uh, sh- sure. Everyone who knows Harry Potter knows exactly what I'm talking about. I, I'm again. I'm an old man. <laughs> I've seen some of. I've seen some of them. I, I know. There's a spell that goes wrong, and all the bone in Harry's arm just goes away on accident. So he's got this sort of spaghetti arm, and then he has to take a potion to grow a bone back, and it's very painful. It's just a little side thing in a Harry Nerd Potter. Nerd alert! Yeah, well, <laughs> no, hey, welcome no. to my Weezer podcast. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just having fun with you. Are you 
having a laugh? I'm having a laugh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, it was three days. Yes. And then so I go to the doctor and then the doctor x-rays the lower part of my arm and misses the break. So like literally between no. the two x-rays I do, there's like one small part of my arm that is not x-rayed and that's exactly where the break is. Yeah. So he is worried that I tore a muscle. So he sends me to get an MRI. I go get an MRI, which is not, they're not painful, but it's not a pleasant experience. Yeah. You're not and, too. Uh, yeah. And uh, as soon as I get out of the MRI, uh, one of the guys working was like, you know, your arm is broken, right? And I was <laughs> like, I kind of assumed, yeah. but I keep being told it's not. So deal with all that. I eventually uh, see a new doctor and all this, and they want to um, – He tell. I'm told that the arm is, is broken in, in a spot that is tricky to get to heal to get it to line up correctly is, uh-huh. is kind of tough but he was like but you know surgery should be the last resort so let's i'd like to try this if you're willing to give this a little bit of time okay so uh he tries a couple different methods and it just it doesn't happen uh and so again i broke my arm at 1 a.m on january 1st yeah uh in april uh we we're like we're there it's not healing. You're going to, we're going to have to do surgery. You're going to have to get a plate put in your arm. Uh, so I do that. Surgery goes okay. Um, but again, my arm has been inactive for now almost four months. Yeah. And so I get the surgery and then I'm starting to have to go to physical therapy like three times a week. Cause I just hadn't moved. I literally couldn't move. Now that, right. now that it was fixed, I still really couldn't move my arm. Yeah. Uh, so I had to get that built back. While this is all happening, we're recording our new record. Uh, huge credit to my bandmates because we basically recorded that record kind of backwards. We did the drums last. Which yeah, is that's uh, pretty uh, typical. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they worked with me on on in that regard, and um, uh, I was literally going to physical therapy in the morning and then going and tracking drums in the afternoon, oh like God. toward the end of the session. <laughs> So I, I could only play for like small p- yeah. uh, bits of time, um, but we got it done. And um, this, uh, we finished the record. And we start playing a few shows. I'm I'm like back out playing playing uh, live again. We had, hadn't done a lot of touring. That was a rare year where we didn't do a ton of touring. Yeah, and uh, but a, a show here and there. And I'm doing okay. My arm it feels a little weird to me with the plate in, but it doesn't quite feel normal. And uh, so. Uh, fast forward a few more months and in, I believe it was late September of that year, uh, my arm that had been broken suddenly starts getting pretty swollen and starts turning red. No, no. And <laughs> not like you're, uh, working out just one arm. No, 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 no. no you this, have a is not, arm. this is not no a lady in the water situation. Yes, okay, here. so that's where we connect. By the way, I said not no lady in the water situation. <laughs> not no lady in the water situation. So <laughs> it is? <laughs> um, so, and this is, this is getting to Weezer, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, turns out my, the plate that they had put in my arm months and months later somehow got infected. No. And my yep. arm uh, gets so swollen, I'm, I go to the emergency room. I'm actually supposed to be shooting a, a music video mm-hmm. this day, and instead I get up and go to the emergency room. 
so well, well, fun fact, Motion City fun fact. If you ever see the video for our song "Disappear," not me in the video. You'll notice you'll never see the drummer's face. That's because it's not me. Whoa! Uh, our, our tour manager Brian Selfall, uh, he uh, played drums in that video. Uh, anyways, uh, so I was in the emergency room all day dealing with that. Uh, I end up having to go back into surgery two more times so they can remove the plate and clean out the infection because it was so nasty. Uh, the good part about that was since it had been so long after my initial surgery, the bone had healed under there. So my arm was kind of working and honestly felt better once the plate was out. Yeah. Um, so I'm doing all that and I'm, I'm like, all right, but I'm, I'm having to be, uh, on this like. Uh, IV basically with medication a couple times a day after mm-hmm. that for like the next several weeks and um, around I forget when we found out but uh, some point during all of this uh, we get offered a, a slot opening for Weezer okay and yes. which was very exciting because again yeah, I had that, that history with them and uh, it was it, that was um, like the most excited in a long time that I'd been for a specific tour just because like at that point we weren't getting a lot of opening slots we were mostly headlining and so when you got an opening slot uh, you know it was usually for a much bigger band and so that's right. always like a, a cool thing and then when it happens to be a band that you like a lot mm-hmm. it's exciting um, so it was very exciting and then I start dealing with all of this, and it's looking like it's going to be okay, though. And then uh, this tour, I believe, was going to start like at the very beginning of December, and it was only we were only on like one week of the tour was all it was going to be. But yeah. it was still exciting, and I was literally packing my bags to go uh, see my parents for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, throughout this process, after the infection, I was having weekly blood tests done to they, so they could make sure everything's going okay and all that. And I get a call literally as I'm packing my bags that I should not get on an airplane because my white blood cell count had gotten dangerously low. What? I was reacting <laughs> to the medication oh. that I was on somehow. Uh-huh. And they were like, stop, stop using that. You need to do it. And so they, you need white blood cells. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, you could get like deathly ill yeah. on a on an airplane. Your your chance of getting sick is really high. Oh my God. So I miss I missed that trip. And then but again, this was Thanksgiving. That tour was starting like December 1st, I think. So I'm like, am I gonna be able to go on this tour? Yeah. And it's that's a lot closer than uh January yeah. uh of the previous year to yeah. December. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so it's really stressful. Like it's a bummer for so many reasons. And then a big one is maybe I might have to miss this tour. And, uh, then I had to like go a couple times and they would check to see how my white blood cell count was doing. And, uh, literally the day before I was going to have to leave for the tour, yeah. I got a phone call from my doctor and he's like, Everything looks good. You're good to go. Have fun on tour. Wow. And Ooh, I, cool doctor. <laughs> I, <laughs> I hung up the phone, and it's the only time I can remember in my whole life 
that I literally started jumping up and down from excitement. Oh, man. Because I was yeah. so glad this was all over and I was going to go on this Weezer tour. Yeah, that's amazing. So I mean, that's, that's a very tense, long story. But that sucks that. that that happened to you. But <laughs> yeah. like, that's so cool. Like, what a what a moment. Because like, even just hearing that like that's even an opportunity that exists must have been very exciting. And yeah. then like to get it sort of like partially dragged out from under you, uh, like a, just like a, it was dangled in front of you sort of for a little bit and then getting to... Uh, actually get to do it is great. So you went on. So you went on this tour, and it was a it was a week. You said it was only. I believe yeah. it was actually only like six shows, and there was a day uh-huh. off in there. Okay. And now, so here's the capper to all this. Okay. Now. Yes. Uh, we do three shows, mm-hmm. and then there's a day off. Uh, I forget where we had our day off in like Buffalo or something like that. It was all East Coast stuff we were mm-hmm. doing, and uh, we find out. Um, on our day off, and you may remember this as a as a Weezer guy, uh-huh. Rivers uh, oh, bus accident. Yes, that's right. Rest I of the do tour remember this. Yeah, it's canceled. No, whoa, yeah. What? So we played three three of our six shows, and then was uh, this tour cursed? I know, <laughs> like that year was basically cursed. Yeah, for me. yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But those three shows we got to do were, were cool. Yes. Yeah, so I mean, so you did three shows. Uh, I mean, I remember that. I'm, and then I think, I mean, I was probably like 18 or 19 mm. when that happened. Uh, but like, I remember uh, that happening and just being like truly horrified that something could happen to my, my boy. I'd be like, oh no, <laughs> I hope he's okay. And obviously everything worked out, but it was yeah. a pretty, he got banged up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, him and the and the family. I think right was on. I the, believe so. Yeah, uh, I think they had a separate bus than the rest of. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, but I mean, that's so that's so crazy. I mean, it, so you did three shows and like so. At that time, did you? I mean, did you? Did you run into that? I mean, you obviously ran into them like backstage, probably. <laughs> you would think, huh? yeah, yeah. So they're just, they're just not around <laughs> then, huh? Well, here's what yeah. I will say: is uh, Scott Schreiner, yes. Is the one you would see, and always very friendly and very nice. Yes. Uh, so on the it was again only three shows, but uh, during those three shows, the only one I ever met. Yeah. Uh, I think I saw Brian Bell walk around once. You saw him whisping around somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And then literally, uh, maybe I saw Pat, but like literally the only time I ever saw Rivers was if he was on stage. Interesting. Yeah. And this was the era too when they had, uh, when Pat was playing guitar most of the show and they had Josh Freeze playing drums. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, truly, what a time. I mean, Josh is an incredible <laughs> drummer. He it's uh, yeah, he's an insane drummer. It's yeah. kind of funny to me that they had him playing drums for the, because and this is no disrespect to Pat because Pat's yeah. a great drummer, but like they're not like crazy complicated songs, and no. then they hire this like insane drummer yeah. to play drums. Well, that's yeah. something that I say I'll, I'll say it early in the show today. It's like something that I I've noticed. I I don't know anything really about music at all. Like uh, as far as like how people do it, I just like know that if I like it, it I like it. If I don't, I don't. But like. Uh, I, I and I know the difference between like when Rivers is like really really playing or uh, if he's like holding back sort of because yeah. I I know he's quite good mm-hmm. uh, and like it's funny to me sometimes that like the I guess that the songs aren't more complicated because I'm like oh they could all sort of do like a more like quote unquote like interesting sounding song or whatever but the the yeah. sometimes simple is interesting uh, yeah but uh, I mean I I don't think I saw them that year i saw them open for blink 182 
uh, I think that year. Uh, but I don't, I don't think I saw them like do like a, a headlining like set where like it would have been Pat on guitar. Cause like, uh, Oh, Rat- you never saw that. No, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think I ever saw that. Cause I, I would, I would probably have a specific memory of it being yeah. like, this is strange. It was, it was strange. Yeah. It's, it was not the way I wanted it. Yeah. If I'm being honest. Like again, yeah. great to see Josh Freeze play, but like. Rivers uh, should be playing guitar. Yeah, absolutely. You want to see that guy shred? Yeah, he's good at shredding. He is. He's very good. And and you know, uh, again, not uh, his f- just front man abilities. Uh, yes, not, not for me. No, no. Yeah. You sort of like. I mean, I've not uh, performed. Uh, like music in front of people often, and I don't. That's pl- not true. Oh, you said often. Oh, okay. yeah. yes. <laughs> I have done it. Yes. I have done it before. Yes. Um, and I, uh, I don't play an instrument. Uh, so if I and, I and if I did, it'd be a completely different story. I think I'd be. I think I'd enjoy it more. I think I'd. Yeah. Uh, just in, in general, be more comfortable. But just being out, even though you're with three other people, maybe uh-huh. depending on the size of the group. I don't know how many people are in this band. <laughs> right. I feel you like might most be in a ska band. You Who might knows? be in a ska band. There might be some horns. There might be just some dancers. Yeah. But I feel like most bands, call me crazy, most bands have four, maybe only need four. Sometimes only three. So, sometimes, hey, you know what? If you're Tool, sometimes it's three. Tool? No. No. Tool, I'm thinking on. of a different band. What is this? A I don't know anything about <laughs> Tool podcast. Yeah, you know what? I will say what I know about Tool does uh, uh, you know, is pales in comparison to what I know about Weezer. <laughs> I do know that I I am fascinated by Tool. Uh, in what way? Uh, that I really can't wrap my head around it. But every time I've heard something, I'm like, great, I I love that. I don't know what it is, but cool. Maynard seems cool. Yeah. They're they're like the yeah they're they're very much the opposite of Weezer where yeah. they they are insane players and then they want to show they're it. like we're gonna show you yeah. and also we might show you a little too much yeah <laughs> we're gonna this song is nine minutes long uh-huh. it has three words in it yeah <laughs> and it's gonna be a lot of different time signatures yes and, yeah my mom oddly enough loves Tool my mom is a huge Tool head she loves them and she I, loves a perfect circle she'll go see Maynard do wow. anything wow yeah I I. Uh, I can't imagine a, a mom, not to generalize, but sure. just, just Tool doesn't seem like a very mom band. Well, uh, I mean, it comes up maybe every week. My mom is young. My mom is I, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Because, I, again, I, I've heard the show. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I, I couldn't help but wonder when I've heard the show, I was like, I wonder if I'm closer in age to his mom than I am him. Uh, well, I'll judge by <laughs> the face you make. My mom is... You're you're probably closer Wait, to my so age. How old are you? I'm 28 years you're 28. old. 28. Yeah. Okay. Uh, going on 29 in December. Uh, <laughs> for anyone who wants to buy me a birthday present, hell yeah. <laughs> Just wait, December what? December 2nd. Okay, because my wife's birthday is in December. December, great month. Great month. The whole month of Christmas. Yes. Oh, boy. You probably go nuts during December. Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite. Uh, my mom is 50 years old. I don't think you're closer to 50 than you are 28. Guess what? <laughs> <laughs> that can't that can't possibly be true. That's how old do you think I am, Matt? I don't know. I'm very. I feel like it's I'm a, very it's generous. It's okay. You you won't offend me. Are you? I mean, I would say. Well, I mean, I gave you a big clue just now, so I don't know if you did. Uh, I mean, I'm not. It's not a crazy difference between how close I am to her I, compared I would, to you. I would confidently guess that you were 38 years old. 
You're very kind. I'm I am 40 years old. Wow, that's not. But so, okay, so it's a very slight yes, difference in but, closeness. But yeah. it is it is in fact. The I case. knew I was playing with uh, within a, like at least a 10 year gap either way. Yeah. Uh, am I your oldest guest? <laughs> um. I don't know. It's it's fine. We can we can move on. No, I'm gonna think about this for a second. <laughs> uh, so like yeah. So I guess yeah. You didn't see much of them. Uh that means I don't want to brag that I have interacted with more of Weezer than than you have a touring musician. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. It, it, uh, and I'll tell you, they probably would have they would have preferred uh, you, somebody who knows their world a little bit. Oh come on! <laughs> uh, who did you interact? You've interacted with Rivers. I've right? interacted with Rivers on on stage. Uh, I uh, I met Brian, and um, and I think that's it. So maybe just two. Okay. Uh, but have I interacted with Pat ever? I don't think so. Uh, and I feel like I've tweeted with Scott, but maybe okay. that's it. Uh. I, I know I, I tweeted at you recently when it happened because I had to tell you. Oh, yes. I, I saw Scott Schreiner was behind me in the line at the Sprout supermarket recently. So this has never <laughs> happened on the show. We had, we, that, you just heard of a Weezer sighting. <laughs> it, this has never happened. A guest of mine has never just seen them out in the wild. And, and Tony tweeted at me when he it was, because uh, I was thought behind of, you. Yeah, I thought of you immediately when uh, I saw him. That is so kind. I, you see, uh, a relative stranger <laughs> and think of somebody else that you know a little bit. <laughs> I I did not speak to him because I, well, first of all, it had, it's been a long time since I last spoke to him and I yeah. don't think he would have been like, hey. Uh, but uh, I, I realized it was him as he was walking away. Yeah. Because uh, there was, he something was wrong and he asked a question and then he walked to go do something. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> but, well, we're really getting the scoop on Scott, <laughs> yeah, Scott well, Sprouts. I don't know what he was buying. I'm sorry. It was the Sprouts <laughs> and Eagle Rock, I'll tell you that. Okay, okay. so this guy was buying uh, maybe something. Maybe he was getting a little uh, kombucha or something. I swear to God, I was going to say kombucha. That's the only thing I could think of. <laughs> I got booch on the brain. <laughs> Old booch brain apodaca over here. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Give me uh, that uh, uh, lemon uh, chili or whatever it is. Oh, lemon chili kombucha? Oh, interesting. Might clear you out. Sinuses. Yeah. All right. What are you trying to say? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's a flavor. It's like yeah, a, I don't think I've seen that. I've mm. just kind of recently gotten into kombucha. You're dipping your toes in the booch waters, huh? Yeah. Yeah, uh, those fermented booch waters. <laughs> uh, I I don't. I'm I'm sorry to uh, to seem like I'm one upping you now, but there were some times after the tour, we we had uh, a few shows. What we call in the biz some one offs with Weezer after that tour. Oh, okay, <laughs> and uh, after still still. Never spoke to Brian Bell sure. or even really saw him much. Yeah. Uh, but the last time I ever played a show with them was at the Minnesota State Fair of Whoa. all things. They did do like a fair run for like, uh, I mean, in the sort of uh, 2010s, like in the early yeah, 2010s. I think this might have yeah. been 2010. And we did two with them. We did uh-huh. uh, the Ohio State Fair and the Minnesota State Fair. Wow. Because I, I saw them, I saw them at the OC Fair. Uh, like twice yeah and was like this is if they just do this forever i'm i'm fine with this i don't know how fine they would be with i'm sure uh i've heard that fairs are like pretty sweet gigs because it's just like a big show it starts a lot of people it starts early 
everybody who's like at the fair is like, I'll go see a show right now. Yeah. And then they're just like into it because they were out in the sun all day and they were like eating funnel cake. Just like, this is the best day of my life. Yeah. And there were fireworks yeah. after the show. Oh man, yeah, that's great. <laughs> which is which is how then I ended up uh, after the show was over. After like Weezer was done, the whole show was over. There were fireworks, and I was standing outside of our bus, just kind of like whatever, looking at the fireworks, and. I felt someone standing very close to me, like uncomfortably close. Yes. And it obviously seemed like they were doing it on purpose. And I turned and it was Pat. Okay. <laughs> and we had never spoken. No. And and I was just like, oh, hey. And he was like, hey. And then uh, I think I introduced myself and he was like, yeah. And he, I, I got to give him a lot of credit for this. He goes, yeah, we really suck about hanging out with the other bands. And oh I my wanted gosh. to like, and then like stayed and like talked for like 45 minutes. That rules. Okay. Yeah. So you know what? That that's great. Yeah. That's Pat's a Pat's a solid guy. Yeah. He seems like he's having a lot of fun up there. <laughs> yes, he does. I see him catching frisbees and stuff. <laughs> let me let me uh let me tell you a little another little uh you hear that? Sorry. Oh that's Sorry, wait, that's... hold on. Can we get that again? That's really good. Oh, yeah. We're going to save that. We call that fully work. Yeah, yeah. We're going to need that at some point, you yeah. know? Uh-huh. Um, uh, 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 a, he looks like he's having a lot of fun up there. That yeah. is That is a, uh, as a musician, I feel like that is code to another musician of, I didn't really like your band. Really? That's so yeah. interesting because I would never say that about like an improviser or a like right, comedian right. or something. Uh, I would, what would I say? What would I say in that regard? Because uh, like when it's I like say that, I'm like, and I'm enjoying how much fun that they yeah. seem to be actually having. Because uh, I feel like uh, when they're having fun, that means I'm going to have a, a, a great time watching their show. But if I was like watching an improv show and I was like, hmm. What would I, what would my remark be? I don't even know. It would be it would seem meaner probably. Like, oh, you know what? They're doing a show. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, it's like it's a, I think it's a way of like trying say, to oh, say something nice, yeah. but you don't you feel like you got to say something nice, but yeah. you don't really want to say hey, That's you were great. so funny. I mean, maybe and maybe I'm wrong, but this was at least kind of like an inside thing with me and, yeah. and some friends and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, uh before we get into the the tracks, I mean cuz I'm I am anxious to talk about the White Album because I I love it. Yeah. Uh, so how about I we we hit we do some facts before we get into the tracks. Do it. Okay. I'm sorry if I've babbled too much. No way. No. This is I've never. I mean I never get have a guest that has interacted with. Are you kidding me? I love Weezer stories and thank you for sharing with me. <laughs> this is really sincere. It was hey it was my pleasure. Yeah. Um, you can just like send me a thank you note or something later. Also, oh man, get ready for a note. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go get a stamp. <laughs> Wait, Tony came on my podcast and like gave me an errand. <laughs> I don't even sponsored by stamps.com. Oh. Ah, uh, the dream sponsor. Oh my god! Last week I talked Squarespace. This week I'm talking stamps. Yeah. For free. Give me the get, sponsor me. Get that promo code. Yeah. Oh, please give me a promo code to give to people. I would die. <laughs> I would die so my fans don't have to go to the post office. Um. Okay. So the White Album is the band's tenth album, which I mean, most a lot of bands 
a lot of bands don't get to 10. No. That's a lot of albums. It is. And then I feel like from 2009 to this point in their uh, chronology, which is uh, 2016, they were putting out one a year, basically. Yeah. Like, it's so the output became uh, a lot more. Uh, and the previous record, Everything, all right in, uh, Everything Will Be All Right in the End, didn't sell as well, so they left. It was well-received, uh, like, critically, but not commercially. Uh, and so they left Republic Records, which they were on, and they joined Crush, uh, which I believe is their uh, still their label. If I, I, I think so. Because if you drive, I think if you drive by on uh, La Brea? Is that Crush is on the street. That, I think, is Crush on La Brea or on Fairfax? I can't remember. Uh, I feel like I see the Weezer W a lot, and I'm always like, my guys. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize... Crush is a label. I knew it was a management company. Uh, they, I mean, they are. They're on Crush Music. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, again, I'm I'm old and out of the loop now. Because they so. also, I know they do. I mean, I know they do movies. Because that's why. Uh, that's where the song "California Snow" came from for the Black album. It was like on this movie that they made. Mm. Uh, but <laughs> that's a different episode. <laughs> uh, and uh, Jake Sinclair uh produced this album and he is a uh self-confessed Weezer fan who I guess apparently during the production of this album was sort of like smacking Rivers' hand away from the from the boards because Rivers was wanting to push into basically where we are now. Uh and uh Jake was more like how about a cla- more of a classic sound? Cause like you guys did pretty yeah. well with that on everything will be alright in the end. And Rivers was very like uh, like no, I want to push because he and he won on some of these tracks. I'll say, mm-hmm. um, but he was mostly like going for he wanted to do more new stuff, but Jake was really pushing for the old stuff. And I, I, I have a theory that that's why we're where we are now. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, because like because he didn't get his way, he's now being uh, defiant rivers yeah. where he's just sort of like, well, I'll show you. This is the only thing we're going to do now. Right. The thing that I want. Yeah. Um, and it, I could be wrong. I could be reading into that uh, too much. But uh, also, when they were working on this album, uh, Rivers showed uh, his Dropbox to Jake, which had 250 songs in it. <laughs> I've heard that, yeah. Which is like... And that's insane. I mean, I'm not in a negative way. I think that's like, that's just a, that's a, uh, a Herculean output. You yeah. know, that's, that's so much. And only one of those songs made it onto this album. One of 250. Which one was it? California Kids. And it's even oh. a, uh, it's a rewrite of a song that he did, uh, for his Scott and Rivers project, uh, which right. is, uh, a Japanese, uh, project that he does. Yes. Um, and then I guess a lot of this, a lot of the lyrics for this album come from uh, just stream of uh, a stream of consciousness diary that Rivers keeps, uh, and uh, he also just like his general experiences living in California. This is their this is their California record. Yeah, they don't, and they're from. I mean, the band is from here. Yeah. Uh, and they've never ever really written about. Cal- I do have a song called California that I'm gonna get dragged if I don't mention. <laughs> uh, but they they don't really talk about it in the same way that Chili Peppers do. Right. Which is that's their whole thing. That's that's all they sing. About. Uh, and apparently he he met up with people on Tinder. He got Tinder and met up with people to inspire songs. <laughs> which I'll say that's cutting it close. <laughs> <laughs> so is is he? Because I I remember hearing that also. So he is not married anymore. Is I that, believe he is married. He is oh, married because one of the songs is about is about Kyoko on on this album. Interesting. Yes. So I think. I don't think 
it was friendly Tinder. I think it was friendly Tinder because now, I mean, now they do have that. We're like, hey, I just want to meet a friend. Oh, do you can they? do that okay. on there. Uh, but this was before that, so he had he had to have put in his bio, hey. I'm just looking for friends or something. <laughs> and I'm Rivers Cuomo. Also, I'm Rivers <laughs> from, you, we, from Weezer. I would watch a documentary about this. I, I, absolutely. Or I, at least, I mean, at the very least, I listened to like a serial type podcast oh, about yeah. it. Uh, we should make that. Let's make it. Okay. Because like I want to talk to the people who went on the, oh, yeah. you know what? This could actually be very easy <laughs> to do. <laughs> uh, speaking as somebody who's. In uh, who is currently recording a podcast? <laughs> this wouldn't be hard. Um, but yeah, I'm fascinated by that because, like, what were the conversations like? Like, yeah. what were what were uh, what was the general vibe? And I'm not trying to expose. <laughs> I just want, you just want, I just want little, some information. Yeah, just a fly on the wall. You know. Yeah, um, I, I'm truly fascinated by oh, that too, process yeah. because, I mean, because even people. Uh, who have like used Tinder for dates will report back. This was crazy. Like, and, uh, and that, and those are just like quote unquote, like regular people, you know, yeah. this is a, a famous musician and then a normal person, uh, meeting up and like, he's like observing them or something or like, <laughs> uh, like having conversations with them and writing things down. Uh, that's strange. It's it's strange. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it, do we expect any different from him? Not from Rivers at this point. Yeah. Um. I mean, and that's there's not a. It's really interesting because it, for this album is only now three years old. Yeah. Right. And since then they've put out four albums. That can't be true. But Pacific Daydream. Uh. Yeah. Pacific Daydream. Teal and uh. Black. So three albums since then. Uh, wow. Twice this year. Um, and then some, like, were there, weren't there some singles they put out to, or did those end up on albums? Those too? ended up on, I think, on, on Black, because, like, they okay. did, um, I mean, there the- one called, like, I Love the USA. Or oh, so that's, that's a, um, a bonus track that they put on the, the White Deluxe. Oh, okay. And, uh, that's, that one, that song is weird. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, that's, that's, there's, I was gonna say, like, there's more, there's more information about the making of these albums for the albums that are like much older than this for some reason, but there's like very little like, Oh, this was like the case here and there. Cause I think it's been at this point, the band is sort of like at a static point in their like, sort of like uh relationship where there's just like nothing really new to report. Yeah. Uh, Cause like during make believe you hear about this sort of like Machiavellian rule that like rivers had over the band. But for this, it, everything seemed fine. The only thing that I heard was that like, he didn't really love being told no on this one. Yeah. Uh, and, but I feel like for a lot of it, Jake was right. I agree. So before we get in these tracks, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Welcome back, Tony. I never said welcome back to my guest. Thank you. Am so I much. rude? Uh, well, not to me. Or not, not to you. <laughs> and that's all I care about. So, like, I felt myself saying it and was like, "That felt strange." I don't know if I've ever said welcome back. <laughs> I've always just been like, "All right, let's do it." Uh, okay, so thank you for being here. Uh, before we, uh, uh, I'm excited to play this first one. I think it's such a fun start to an album. I agree. Uh, and let's get right into it. Track one on the White Album, California Kids. There's the kids. Where are we at? We're at the freaking beach or something? Mm -hmm. And the, this immediately kind of makes me think of 
pink triangle. Yes. The yeah. guitar with the like bells over the top of it. Yeah, yeah, I love this. When you wake up. And there's a there's that guitar sound that you're sort of like, "Oh, are my friends here?" <laughs> Oh, my friends are here. Uh, and there's another one playing the drums. Yeah, that's right. They're all sort of showing up one by yeah. one. There's, he's getting the gang back together. <laughs> this is his, like, yeah, his, like, action movie montage. The team hasn't uh, completed a job in over 20 years. Got one last one to save the president. Not this one. <laughs> no, 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 no. Of course not. This was about Barack. Yes, well, this was still early in 2016. That's true. So. Yes. Good chorus. Oh, incredible chorus. That that crunch, too. Uh-huh. We're having some fun. Yeah, like this record is, again, uh, I'd like to shake Jake's hand. Yes. Didn't intend that rhyme, but it happened. Hey, um, hashtag shake Jake. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it really it is. Uh, well, I'm not going to say it sounds like exactly like old day Weezer. Uh, yeah. But it is definitely way more than they had been in a long time. And yeah. even like it's a little... Uh, it's a little dirtier, not not quite to the level of like Pinkerton kind of right. thing, but like it's still it's a little, and the drums are super loud, which I love. It to me sounds kind of like what you would get if you combined all three of those first albums. Like if yeah. you combined Blue, Pinkerton, and Green, you'd get something that sounded like this a little bit. It's yeah. like clean. It's a little sort of like uh like distorted, and it's also just like. I don't know. I feel like his vocal quality on here is like old, like is more like old Weezer than it is new. Yeah. Um, and this is yeah, like I said, this is the only one. This is one of 250 songs, and it's the only one of those that made it. And they picked it because it sounded beachy. Like it just sounded like yeah. it would be at the beach, and it was like sort of the a jumping off point for them. Right. I don't. I don't know if I have heard the the Scott and Rivers version. And that one is just called California, and it's a Christmas single. Oh, but I don't know if it's about Santa Claus. I think it just might be about California. Well, do some research. Get back. To me. <laughs> hey, I'll let you know. I'll let I'll do a bonus episode about just that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't think uh, so. I saw them for this album. I, they didn't uh-huh. do a full tour for this in support of this album. But they did like one show here in LA, and it was at the Troubadour, uh, which I was like. Desperate to get tickets to uh-huh. because I mean, are you kidding me? Such a small, like iconic venue for my favorite band of all time. Yeah, uh, and I almost didn't, almost didn't get them. It was like it sold out like in seconds online, apparently. But it was just everybody doing it, mm-hmm. and then you know, like trying to hold tickets or whatever. And then I finally got through and got one. And then it was, it's. I think it's the only concert I've ever been to by myself. I've never, I've yeah. never done that before. I don't know if I have either. Uh, no, I have. I have. And like I so I went and they did they did all the singles from this album. Yeah. Uh and then a bunch of hits. And this is the show that I've mentioned a bunch where Brian uh played You Gave Your Love to Me Softly and yeah. just like f- just fucking ripped it in half. Just like really just killed it. Yeah. And uh Rivers was like, Jesus, Brian, you didn't have to do it like that good. Right. He was like mad. Um, but that was a great that was a great show. I don't think I've ever seen him in a room that small. Like mm, Yeah, I I've seen them several times on top of when yeah. I've played with them and yeah. definitely nowhere that small. No. Probably the closest was the first time I saw them. I think uh I wanted to I wanted to brag to you about sure, this. Sure, please too. brag. I believe 
I have seen every Weezer lineup, like every bass player. Whoa. Yeah. That's so, great. That yeah. rules. So the first time I saw them was on the Pinkerton tour. Yeah. And uh, that would that's the smallest show I saw, that, which was a place that doesn't exist anymore in Richmond, Virginia, called the Flood Zone. Whoa. And uh, so, yeah, so that was still Matt Sharp at that point. And uh, it was great. I have not. I Yeah, I mean, I obviously never saw them at that lineup. Didn't see them uh, even when I was start. I was starting to see concerts when I was like. 10 or 11 or something that would have been when Mikey was in the band and yeah. I never saw we I know that my mom and my uncle went and saw the Foozer tour which was uh mm. Foo Fighters and Weezer together and uh I remember my mom's criticism of that show was that they seemed bored yeah. uh but I think that was a tough time for them they're <laughs> right. like wearing suits and like that's not like what they oh, did yeah yeah uh so I think that was just a tough that was a tough time for them she's seen him since and have been like it's a great show. Yeah. They do put on, I mean, they put on a really fun show. Yeah. The, uh, uh, I, and this real quickly, one of those times yeah. I saw them and I think this would have been one of the, I don't remember exactly when this was, this could have still been Mikey in that short window there. Uh-huh. But, uh, when they did that tour, one of like the greatest lineups ever, uh, where the bill was Jimmy world, tenacious D and Weezer. That's yeah. Yeah. That's insane. That rules. Yeah. They're doing a, a South American tour right now with Tenacious D and oh, Foo really? Fighters. Oh, wow. Yeah. I did not know And that. I was like, do I get a passport and go to South America? <laughs> that seems great. Oh, yeah. Did you get that passport yet? No. Gabrus is going to kick my ass if I don't get it. You better get it. Uh, I'm running out of time. <laughs> it's not. It really isn't hard to do. Now, I just got to go to the DMV. Uh, where do you do it? I think it is the DMV, yeah. Oh, it's great. been a while since. Going to Glendale, baby. <laughs> That's where I live. Come by, really? say hi. Oh, man, we can go to In-N-Out. Yeah. That's what, at the Galleria? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's another one over there, too. There's two. In I didn't, oh, uh, this is where I'm finding out that Glendale is popping? <laughs> I didn't want to say it. As a resident, <laughs> it feels wrong to say. Yeah, but, well, because uh, you don't want to blow up your own spot exactly. either, you know? You're like, exactly. oh, excuse me, Glendale's like my hidden little gem. Yeah. When I was looking for apartments recently, I was looking in Glendale. I was like, I think I love Glendale. I love Glendale. Glendale rules. I was also like, Pasadena? When I when I hit it big, I'm moving to Pasadena. Yeah. And Eagle Rock's right between. Uh, the home of Scott Schreiner, I believe. At least oh, my the Sprouts God. he goes to. Come on. I gotta go to the Sprouts. <laughs> uh, uh, let's play the next song. It's uh, Wind in Our Sail. Another fun start. A boy and a girl. See, this is one when it starts, I'm like, oh, it's going to be like the newer stuff. I don't <laughs> like that much. But then it keeps going. I'm like, all right, I'm on board. Uh, yes. I also, I like... I sort of just like the lyrics of this song. It's, it's just telling you a nice little story, and he doesn't really, like... They, I feel like a lot of his songs more recently are just, like, more, like, like abstract than that. Yeah. And he's just telling you, like, a little... He's just giving you a little tale here. Mm-hmm. I like that. He sounds great on this. He does. He's always sounding good. He sounds good live, too. Yeah, he sounds really good live. But yeah. I know that, like, he's, like, put some work into, like improving his vocal performance like he's uh, i feel like i've heard him talk about that a little bit and it's like yeah i mean the proof's in the pudding he sounds he sounds good he doesn't ever say and he sounds exactly the same as the album yeah too right and i feel like sounds pretty much the same as he has like yeah. in, since those early records yeah it's not like, like uh i feel like i was talking to uh 
uh, Brett Morris about this recently. I think it was came up on Who Charter where he was like, what happened to Elton John's voice? Right. Because like, there was like such a steep drop off. Uh-huh. And I was just like, well, he like... He got like I mean, old and like big. 50 yeah. years yeah. with music yeah. 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 and your voice gets weird and yeah. it gets lower as you get older. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, you know, and I know Brett was my guest last week and I'm just going to go ahead and say it's kind of crazy that he didn't know that that's how voices work. <laughs> and he calls himself a musician. That's what I, that's what I didn't want us to go that far, but I just wanted to say. I kidding. went there. Hey, thank you, Tony. Yeah. See, I don't have to see him all the time like <laughs> you do. I'm not scared. Hey, you know what? Don't tag him. No, just, <laughs> just kidding. You would hear it and think it's funny. Uh, yeah, I don't know if this one. I like this song, but it's not. It's not maybe in my top five on this album. I would agree with that, hundred percent. It honestly might be six, but like yes. it's not in the top five. Here's what I'm. I'm gonna say. I'll say this about this record is that uh, uh, there. I should I ramble more? Here's what I genuinely really enjoy all of this record except for one song and i'm so curious as to which one is i I feel like i have a theory now i want to hear your theory well it's one of it's possibly one of two songs that i'm thinking of uh is it the next song (laughs) probably yeah Yeah, because that's the one and uh look again I'll, i'll 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 just I'm trying to be more positive about just everything these days. Yeah. It's not for me. Sure. That's, well, then, that's how I'll kindly put it. Why don't we why don't we stop beating around the bush and uh <laughs> play it play it for a little bit? It's uh thank God for girls. The girl in the pastry shop with the net in Tony's the shaking his head. <laughs> See just a full on head shake. Because so I like like so many other people. Yes, you know. Again, like kind of in this the newer Weezer stuff. Like I haven't fully been on board, but they would usually like sneak like two or three songs on each record that I would really like. Yeah. Still. Um, and I believe they released this song first. This is the their was first out. single, and there was not an announcement of an album. Yeah, I yes. just I just happened to like stumble across it online. I was like, I'll check this out. And I was like, oh, I guess maybe I'm just, maybe I'm done. Like, maybe this is where I bow out on Weezer. Yeah, this was such a tough, because, like, as I, I think I said uh, last week, like, after Everything Will Be All Right in the End came out, I was really, like, I was a smug Weezer fan, because uh-huh. I was just like, oh, you know that band that I love, and you're always telling me sucks? Guess what? <laughs> they fucking did it again. Uh, so they still got it, baby, and I think they're putting out some new music soon, and they're gonna do it. They're gonna do it a second time, because they're fucking back. <laughs> and then this is the first thing that I hear, and I'm just like, huh. That, mm. I just, I have such a hard time getting past that intro. Yeah. Um, I mean, not that I really, not that the rest of it's really for me either, but, uh, yeah, I just, I, I was like really like kind of be like, well, I guess, yeah, all right, all right, whatever. Yeah. And, but I don't, I don't even know what it was that then eventually, I don't remember if somebody told me that the record was that worth checking out or, or how I ended up finally like actually yeah. going in and listening to it and then was just like kind of blown away at how much I loved everything else on the record. <laughs> yeah, it is like, I mean, 
I'm trying to guess. I was like, it might have been Dave Tooney, because uh, Dave Tooney also <laughs> loves this album. Yeah, uh, I've talked with Dave Tooney about it several times. Yeah. Did this, yeah, but this song for me, it is sort of like, I don't like it. I know every single word to this song because I've seen him play it now so much. Because they still, it's still in the rotation. Yeah. Uh, for the last time I saw him, I think they played it. Um, and like he says about this song, or River says about the song that he thought it seemed like a very big, like mainstreamish title, but that he was like gonna knew he was gonna try to make it weird. So this song is weird on purpose, which is like, don't, don't do that. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Be normal. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this one, I don't, I don't love it, and I know the, the, the video is strange. You know, you got the guy eating all his cannolis and stuff, oh, and you know, I don't know if I ever saw the video. He's like smashing cannolis all over him, and it's a, it's a whole thing. There's like a, a church motif, because you know, thank God for girls. Oh, of course. Yeah, and that's just, I mean. Look, there's a couple of songs with the uh, word girl on this album, and the rest of them are good. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I don't even have a problem with that part of it. Although, let me tell (laughs) you, not my favorite. (laughs) I wish that it was the the use of the word girl that you had a problem with. There is. Honestly, sometimes I'm like, Rivers, you're almost 50 years old. You you, got to pump those brakes, buddy. You want me to start using ma'am? Ma'am, lady. (laughs) I'll take lady. Sticks went lady. And Kenny Rogers. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Uh, Well, how about, let's get into the next one. It's a parenthetical. We got a parenthesis here. Girl, we got a good thing. I revisited this record the other day. Oh, I turned day. it down. Oh, you. I, f- I forgot how much I like this one. This one is fun. Well, I think I know why you like it. You think there's going to be some Christmas stuff there, some jingle bells. <laughs> You're on to me. <laughs> like, oh, is he going to say Santa? Is he going to say Santa? <laughs> Maybe the girl is Mrs. Claus. <laughs> <laughs> or perhaps uh, my mom and she's gonna kiss Santa. <laughs> uh, I love this song. I, jingle jangle. Yeah. So at this point, you're still like, this is Christmas. Yeah. Uh, you might have misheard Hare Krishna for Merry Christmas. <laughs> Uh, Which I often do. Well, yeah, like every time you're just like Merry Christmas. You're like, no, actually, absolutely <laughs> not. Um, this is. Uh this song has a, a an abrupt bridge, which is very fun. Later on, uh, oh, yeah, 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 uh, and that he uh, R- Rivers explained this song uh, title was originally called Codependent, uh, and he described uh, a relationship that was getting ugly, but it didn't seem to really like click with the music he was making. So that he changed the lyric to Good Thing around the melody, and then wrote new mir- lyrics about uh, being in Venice Beach. So this All might right. have been one of those Tinder dates. Yeah. What do you think his mile radius was on? Because you can search, you can put it on like a radius. <laughs> do we know where he lives? I don't know, but maybe he lives. Maybe maybe he lives close to the beach. He doesn't seem like a beach guy, though. No. Weezer seems like they could be a beach band, but he himself doesn't seem like he could be a beach guy. But maybe no. I'm wrong. And he definitely wears a shirt into the ocean. He wears a shirt to the ocean. He wears a big hat. But you know what? Hey. Yeah, here's this. This I love this. Great drums right here. But oh, not, not there. This is the part I love. Just kidding. Not there either. 
There we go. That's fine. That little moment. Pat, I feel like Pat really stepped up the drums on this record. Yes. I think his drums... Well, even on the last one, he's like... He's like really just filling him in too, just like going for it. Yeah, he uh, he's a lot flashier on this record than he normally was. Yes, I, I found, but in not in a uh, not in a hey Pat, uh, we're gonna put you back on guitar. Yeah, it was like still done tastefully, which is that's my favorite kind of like find those kind of like what you're saying about Weezer in general, of like. You're capable of doing more, but you you find those right moments to throw them in, which is exactly how, that's that's, a, that's how I like guys to play. Because because I, I mean, if they hit us with everything they got all the time, we'd be overwhelmed. Yeah, it would just be too much. Yeah, uh, I I really I really do love that song. Um, I I wish I, there's a lot of this album that they forget about. Like they don't really do. They don't really play anything from. Uh, this album or everything will be alright in the end. They play a lot of the hits and then they play whatever's new. Yeah. Or, and then recently it's been a lot of covers too. Yeah. They're playing a they're lot of covers. A cover band now. Yeah. Like they're 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 playing covers and then aren't in their videos. Like, like no, yeah. Like you're not writing songs or having to be in your own videos. No, you and I'm like, guys, haven't made right now. You yeah, oh, they have the easiest job <laughs> yeah. in the world. They don't have to do any homework. Uh you know what? And I, maybe Maybe they figured it out. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they're that's the, maybe they're, that's the dream. That's like the uh, it's like in a way like the equivalent of like Adam Sandler just writing movies in great locations and puts all his friends in them. And, Can I yeah. just tell you that I was literally about to say the exact same thing? You and me, baby. Because I look at Sandler and I know people that are like always just gun shy, ready to shit on this guy. Uh-huh. Like, You're going to tell me his life sucks? He's got the, <laughs> he has the best life. He figured it out. He writes some shitty movie that he has to go or, you know, doesn't write it, has, you know, picks a script that mm-hmm. just takes him on a vacation somewhere and he brings his buddies and then he just makes, they dick around for like four months yeah and he makes millions of dollars mm-hmm. not that it's all about money but hey that guy's not hungry he's doing all right yeah and uh, that uh that netflix special great real great create a lot of favor like i feel like that that got a lot of people back on board oh yeah like and i was telling everybody i knew like you gotta watch this thing it's outstanding yeah. much much like this album i was shocked at how yes. great it was like like almost near tears laughing. Yeah. Just like, this is insane. And yeah. then when the Farley song comes, the real tears exactly. come. Exactly. Uh, and I watched that most recent one, the most recent Netflix movie. And I got to say, I really didn't, I really enjoyed it. Oh, really? I haven't it's, seen any of the movies in a while. It's, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, this is a, a huge digression <laughs> from what we're talking about, but it's a, a, like a genre movie in like the style of a murder on the Orient Express thing, like a, you know, type story where it's a murder that, you know, everyone has to figure out it's a whodunit. Yeah. Uh, but Sandler and Aniston are outside of it. Like they are like observers of like the genre. And so uh-huh. they're just like, this is like this. So it's a very like meta movie and they're so fun in it together. And it's like, it's not great but it's like a solid c so like if you're just willing to watch something for an hour and a half that's like not going to be terrible i think it's a fine watch well i think it's interesting that it's your favorite movie of all time but (laughs) look as far as movies go this year it's it's clearly the best uh (laughs) they said some crazy thing about it too that like if it had been in the box office it would have been a 120 million dollar opening for this thing because like of the streaming numbers like if you equated it to uh ticket sales it's gonna be a huge it would just would have been the biggest comedy i feel like that can't be accurate though because it's so easy yeah. to just stay home and watch that as opposed to going out and going to that's the, uh, 
Maybe they're factoring that You're in right, somehow. You're right, because I, I could have gone out to see a new, a new, plenty of new movies came out. I stayed home and I watched the Sandler movie because yeah. it was at my house. Yeah. Hmm. I wouldn't There's go see it. There's a flaw in this system. Yeah. Hey, uh, Netflix, I know you're right across the street. I got some questions. Ugh. Uh, they make me sick, frankly. They, uh, you know what? I, yeah, I am still watching The Office. Don't ask me. No, I don't want to skip it. Not for much to- longer. Oh, no. It's fine. Yeah, it's totally <laughs> There's fine. There's plenty of shows. Exactly. Uh, and I've seen them all. You know what? Maybe if The Office wasn't on Netflix, I'd watch something else for <laughs> once. Yeah. Uh, Weezer. <laughs> probably, oh, well, this is not going to work. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see, so that just goes to show everybody. I know I do those all the time. They don't always, I never bail on it. That one was not going to be good. Uh, the next song in the album is Do You Want to Get High? I was going to say, like, maybe Weezer does this when they watch The Office on Netflix. But I know that they don't do drugs. How do you know? Because they, like, say that they don't, and I got to take my word, but, uh, my, <laughs> my boy's word. You know, this, because this came out before the record too, didn't it? Yeah, this was a tease, uh, and this was like, okay, maybe they're gonna ditch that other one. Yeah. I was like super into this. Yeah, because I think I think that maybe is what. Then I was like, because I somehow ended up hearing this, I was like, oh, I sort of like this one. Yeah, uh, it has that sort of chunky production. Uh, production. I can't talk. Chunky production. I like <laughs> the way that sounds, though. Chunky produk. Uh And it, with this one, it's it's about the same girlfriend that he had in 2000, 2001 that is in the song Oh Girlfriend and Oh Girl. So it's about the same uh, uh, pill-using uh, uh-huh. girlfriend that he was dating in the early aughts. Uh, and that apparently he had written the, the verse and chorus in 2014 and then the bridge in 2015. And that uh, the chords for the song were taken from a uh, a J-Rock song called Shangri-La. All right. Yeah. He heard. That's what I've heard that he does. He talked about. I mean, we're, we'll get into his song explorer thing in a second. Oh yeah, I think. yeah. But like, uh, he hears songs and it just like reconstructs yeah. uh, reconstructs it and makes a new thing. Yeah. Which is is. Uh, it's clever, it's, but it's, it's tricky. Yeah, it's fascinating. I'll, yes. I'll say that. Yes. Yeah. Is it allowed? Who could say? I mean... It's different, technically. Yeah. I mean, there's only so many chords. Yeah. I mean, depending on what uh, you're playing, it could be four, there could be six. <laughs> I think the strings are chords. <laughs> <laughs> I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think this... This might be one of my um, like favorite new Weezer songs. Uh-huh. I think this is one of my favorite ones on the album. Yeah. Uh, and I also think if I were to make a top 10 Weezer songs, I would maybe throw this in there. Maybe. Really? I love it so much. Like, this part specifically, I, I love. And that guitar moment that just happens right there, that... Yeah. It's totally... Um, this is very Pinkerton right here. And that, yes. Even that guitar part, it's like he almost starts playing, but I'm blanking on what song I'm thinking. Uh, oh, uh, it's also Pink Triangle coming Oh, yes, end. yeah. It's like the halftime bridge of Pink Triangle with the guitar solo, yeah. It just sounds so much like the Weezer that I like. Yeah. Uh, I and to make a mistake, I like all the Weezer, but this sounds like a very specific Weezer, yeah. and I love it. And I think... Whatever he's talking about, this blue drug. Uh huh. Maybe Walter White made it. Or. Uh, Viagra? Yeah. Hmm. 
I don't think Rivers likes having sex. I hear he's tired of it. <laughs> you, you're laughing way too much. At that. <laughs> uh, all right. Before we get into the next half of the album, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Welcome back, Tony. Oh, I got welcome back again. <laughs> I was hoping I would. <laughs> well, I guess Tony's still here. Uh, so, okay. We're five tracks in. Four of the songs were like, great. Yes. <laughs> one of them, not so much. And then also, wait, maybe one of them we're like, fine with. Yeah. Don't hate it. I'm yeah. at least at fine with everything yeah. on the record except that one. Song. You got a Yoshi egg on your shirt. I do. A little peek behind the curtain for uh, the listener. Yeah, getting toasty in the studio. Yeah. Uh, okay. Are you, are you ready for track six? I am, because this I, I love this next one. I forget which one this is, but I'll know as soon as I hear it. All right, well, I'm also going to tell you what it is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's King of the World. Ah, and this is one of my favorites. Oh, no. Real weird start. Yeah, that's like a... I saw them do that, uh, and it was strange to see. I mean, seeing anybody work a talk box is weird. Oh, is that actually a talk? I didn't think yeah. it was a talk box. Yeah, because uh, I, I saw them uh, at this, this uh, show I mentioned earlier, and I was like, that thing's just fully in your mouth. Yeah, they're real weird. I have one, actually, yeah? and I didn't realize that was one there. Uh, yeah, it's they're very, very silly. Yeah. But they're fun, though. They're, they're just so dumb. Every fun. time I hear it in a song, I'm like, great. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Uh, every, it, you see it, it's, it It feels like something You absolutely shouldn't see Right Like you could just Push a button And make that happen Yeah You can't And nobody looks cool Playing No this. Absolutely no. not And no. yeah And I know Brian Thinks he looks really cool <laughs> Sorry Brian That was silly uh, So this song Is about Rivers' wife Kilko uh, And her fears And anxieties uh, She annotated The the lyrics on this song on uh, Genius.com. Uh, so, and her, her notes were sort of like uh, expanding on some of the lyrics in this uh, song about some of the stories, all of them being true. Uh, you know, about like he's gonna about to say, uh, "Daddy hit your hand when you were holding your chopsticks wrong." So he's yes, I'm not lying. Uh, and uh, that her parents gave her permission to use these lyrics uh, or to let Rivers use these lyrics in the song, uh, and that she talks about some of the phobias and the that she's been suffering over many years, but is now getting professional help. Oh, so that's a sort of like uh, pot, taking a taking something that has been uh, a negative influence in your life and then. Uh, Making it better by uh, yeah. seeking, seeking help, so that's good. It's good. Uh, good. I I also love this song. Yeah, I think this is one of my favorites. Yeah. I'm not gonna say it is my favorite, but it's one of my yeah. favorites on this record. It just has such like a like big sound. Yeah, you know, like I could see this song in a uh, like in a like not a kids movie, I guess, but like a coming of age like sort of like uh-huh. story. Uh, but not super bad either. Somewhere in between. Okay. All right. Like, if there was, like, a boy 8th grade, it could be in girl 8th grade, too. Regular 8th grade. It could be in 8th grade. <laughs> All right. I'll go back and re-edit it, and I'll put it in. <laughs> Please, yeah, tell Bo. <laughs> I got. To, I know he had a great soundtrack in that movie that actually should not be touched. <laughs> it's one of the best. Like, that movie is great, and the soundtrack rules. Uh, don't put this on. <laughs> well, too late. Oh, he did it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just, it has, yeah, it has such, like, an epic sound to it, and I just love it, and the video is very fun, too. I think, is this the one, 
I think Rivers is in this video. Uh, there's like a video that uh, they put out a few videos for a lot of these, uh, a few of these songs, and. Uh, I think this one is Rivers, and it references, like, the other videos, too. So, it, like, revisits, like, the the cannolis in Thank God, uh, Thank God for Girls. Well, and, like, I was actually saying, thank oh. God they revisited those cannolis. <laughs> yeah, and here's here's my take about eating cannolis. <laughs> Finally. I, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I know in the video they showed you that the guy was putting it in all over his face and head and stuff, making a real big mess. I say you got to get a knife and fork involved, get a napkin, and eat it like a grown-up. Yeah. I, th- I mean, somebody had to say it. Because we, there's just no reason to make a mess. The cream is on the inside of the shell, Yeah, Tony. You understand? I, the shell is there to I protect mean, you. Uh, don't, don't get mad at me. I'm not, I was not involved. Contrary to popular belief, I had nothing to do with the video. Okay, uh, and I know that I haven't seen you eat, but I, don't, I can't confirm that you're not rubbing your food all over your head when you're, before you eat no. a bowl of spaghetti or something. Thanks for uh, tuning into my live streams, man. <laughs> Tony's eating. <laughs> uh, okay, I mean, I'm going to say it a lot. This next song is one of my favorites, too. <laughs> but this song, if uh, you've heard the his Song Exploder episode, this is the song that okay. he talks about on that show, which if you haven't heard, I talk about it constantly because yeah. I'm fascinated it's by bananas. it. It's bananas. And yeah, it's, it's, insane. it's insane. Um, It's a real peek behind... Uh, the curtain of like just uh, what I'll say uh, is functional lunacy like because it absolutely works it turned out yeah. to be a really good song uh, this is I will say this is my favorite song wow. on the record well then let's play it it's Summer Elaine and Drunk Dory like that's already so fun I couldn't stop listening to this song wow. when this record came yeah. out I think the chorus is so good it's so good. Um, this, I mean, I don't even want to like. He, I mean, listen to his song exploder. But he goes and he like he makes a Spotify playlist uh, with uh, that he calls cool chord progressions, mm-hmm. uh, and then he just sort of like lifts. A, he lifts this chord progression from "Walk Away, Renee" by the Left Bank, uh, and then he uh, sort of just like reworks the chords, it reorders them, or plays them in a different key. Um, and that this the the characters in this song this is so fun so good it just it, makes me feel good yeah yeah there because I and I don't know if it's just like the specificity of the name that you're just like cool those are my friends too <laughs> it is like a very like cheery anthony like sounding song yeah and the way it goes back into the verse here it's yes. like I don't know if it's actually a key change but it's very strange. It just goes to a note that you don't expect it to right there. Yes. And I'm just a dumb drummer that can <laughs> dick around a little bit on other instruments, so I don't fully know. But uh, but this the, the the characters from this song uh, came from an overheard conversation at a party at Rivers' daughter's school. Uh, one of the mothers uh, said that their husband called her school year Elaine during the year and summer Elaine after the school year had ended, which, I mean, what a fun vibe. <laughs> you, got a, you got a whole three months of a vibe? You kidding me? Come on, Elaine. Yeah, that rules. Uh, and that one of the other moms said that her husband has two names for her, uh, one of them being Drunk Dory, which is not as nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's decidedly ruder. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? Hey, it's good to good to take note. Uh-huh. Uh, and that he, he thanked both these moms in the liner notes, which I think is kind of nice. Thank you, moms. Hey, how about that? Thank God for moms. Hey, now we're talking. There we go. 
This is so fun. This is a cool part of the song. Yeah. I, I, the, the song does everything I want it to. It's a good bridge, great chorus, good verse. It's, they're all there. <laughs> Everybody showed up. <laughs> oh, and then this especially. The halftime here. Yeah. How you not going to at least give a slight head nod? Yeah, you got it. Here's the thing. And I'll, I'll, say, I'll go on record as saying this sometimes. When you got to give it up, you just got to give it up. You can't help it. Yeah. A great guitar solo, mm-hmm. very, Which very I old school Weezer guitar solo again. I haven't pointed out many of the guitar solos on this album. There's some pretty good ones. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Look, I stand a good guitar solo. Okay, <laughs> I stand a guitar solo. <laughs> Call me crazy. <laughs> I freaking love them. Uh, that song rules. Uh, I mean, the next one, Tony. I think maybe has the worst title of any Weezer song. Maybe. I don't know if that's true. It's got a dumb title. Uh, I'm trying to remember what's next. Is, uh, is L.A. Girls is not next. It's next. It is next. Yes. And the only reason I think this song title is dumb is because of the Z. Oh, I, I'm yeah. fully on board with you on that. I, I forgot think, it's with the Z. I yeah. think the Z is stupid, but this song fucking rips. It is so good. I agree. Let's, this is also one of my favorites. Let's get right into it. It's L.A. Girls. Oops. Uh, because you said that about the Z, I, yeah. just, I have to tell you this again. You and I being very yeah. in sync, there is a uh, a chicken wings place near where I live, uh-huh. and I had not tried it yet. And I uh, looked up their menu online. I was like, maybe I'll try that place tonight. And I looked up their menu, and all of the wings that they have, they spell it with a Z. And I was like, uh, I'm, I'm good. good. I'm not going there. <laughs> I don't trust them. <laughs> and uh, I still have never been. That's that's doubly re- relevant to me. Because I love Hot Wings. Yeah, me too. This song, I just, it has so many cool lyrical parts to it. Like, he, this was a Brian Bell written song. He wrote this uh, for the relationship. Uh, and uh, the, uh, uh, and Luther Russell, uh, who's also in that band, is also credited as a co writer. Wait, then in what band? In, uh, in the relationship. Oh, okay. Yeah. I misunderstood what you meant. Okay, oh. gotcha. And um, he, but then Rivers, I mean, he brought it, I guess he brought it over for Weezer, and then Rivers added lyrics to it, basically. Got like, because he had some other lyrics in it. I just heard the demo of it recently. Uh, Brian posted it on his Instagram. Uh, it's not as good, but uh, it, this is, a, I think, a really, really great song. Uh, uh, there's like references to Lewis Carroll's uh, Jabberwocky poem uh, when he says the guy and gimbal in the wave. Uh, references the movie Whiplash and uh, Dante and Beatrice from the Divine Comedy. Uh, this song, I wish, was in their constant rotation. Yeah, I, I, I actually great. take back what I said about uh, Do You Want to Get High because I forgot that this song is coming up. I think this is one of my favorite Weezer songs. It's it's really good. It, it, it's again very much old school Weezer. Yes. Again, that like the like. I know other people brought it up, and you're always uh, yeah. But the, the like the six eight time in yes. there, and yeah, it's uh, I this which it's funny. Like ultimately, Weezer doesn't have that many songs with that, but no. for some reason, every time they do, it's like oh, classic Weezer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there, the, they yeah. figured it out. It's like they forgot about doing it. Right. And it's like oh yeah, I'll just do that. Yeah. Look at him going for it. <laughs> I just love it. Oh, man. And Tony, there's a really cool guitar part coming, like, right now. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's going to get quiet for a second. And then 
Rivers is gonna give you like everything he's got right now. I think this is a crazy good guitar solo. Sheesh. Is that on the old uh, six string there? I think he's got six. All right. <laughs> oh yeah. This is this is great. And you know what? I think I've only ever seen him do this twice, this song. Uh-huh. And I think this song, I mean, it should be in the live rotation because it's a fun live song, but I get I understand that like people he's gotta play what the people are there to see. Did they release this as a single? They did not, did they? This was one because I think they released five singles oh, really? for this album. They released half the album uh, as wow. singles, which is far too many. Yeah. Uh, but this is I, I think this was my this was my favorite one for that, and then I think just in general I love this song. I let the whole thing play. Oh my god, the podcast police are gonna come a knocking. Oh hey, uh, to quote Eminem, the FCC won't let me be. Or, mm, uh, so let, let me, me be me. me. So let, it's something like that. Uh, yeah. He lied, He did a lot of rhymes like that. They tried to shut me down on MTV, but yes, it feels so, so empty without, without me. me. And then that's the only part I'm comfortable quoting because he might have said something else that I don't agree with. Well. Uh, he's. What this, think, this song is this. This podcast is not about Eminem. It's but, not. But uh, what, but what? But what I think we're really here to showcase is uh, my improv skills. When you say all that, and my addition was well, <laughs> well, shows that I've had a lot of training. Well, uh, I've had training, and I'll do the same thing. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm gonna call it right now. I'm gonna call my shot. This next one is not one of my favorites. Uh, I will agree, but I still I still enjoy it. And there's a there's a uh, this is the last song, right? No, we got oh, two more. Oh, maybe I'm thinking the wrong one then. Uh, so this I'll I'll play this one and then you tell me. This one is jacked up. Oh yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah, again, it's that like oh, is this gonna be like the newer stuff I yeah. like with that intro? This is one of the ones Rivers won on for yeah. sure. Yeah, I I don't yeah. This is definitely one of the lesser favorites, but there is. Uh, kind of late in the song, and we—it's not worth staying for. Yeah. There's a really great drum fill on this song. Uh, how about this? I could skip ahead. Uh, it's all right. It's again, and it's also been a bit since I've listened to this yeah. song, so I might not even remember when it's happening. This one—I mean, I almost—I don't even want to like. There's not a whole lot to say about it for me because I don't love it. I'm sure people must love it. There's a remix by Fits and the Tantrums, and uh, who from? One of the women from Pussy Riot. I can't remember uh, which one. I, I don't know their names. Me well neither. Uh, but this one, I like this part. I like because I can hear the sort of Weezer guitar in the background there. Yeah. But this one, yeah, it's just kind of a boring song to me. Yeah. You and I are seeing very eye to eye on this record. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna cut it. <laughs> cut it. I don't. I. Uh, I don't typically do that, but I'm just bored by that song. Damn. I don't I don't love it. It's the I and I let thank God uh, for girls go. <laughs> yeah, you did. That's bold. I almost think I like that one more. Ugh. I know. <laughs> I just I skipped that one. Like yeah. I, when I'm listening to it, I'll skip it. I think the yeah, I'll let that one go, but I think more often I will skip it. It's just I feel like 
the me- the meal's about to be over. You know, we're about to hit track ten. <laughs> Do you want your second to last bite? Big dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> That one's like, yeah, it's like you you had your you ate your steak, but you're you're still kind of hungry. Yeah, and there's like some like kind of cold green beans still in your yeah. plate. I'm like I'm still kind of hungry. These are here. Or like you like took you thought you were gonna take your last satisfying bite, and you accidentally like bit your fork like really hard, <laughs> <laughs> and your like whole body's like vibrating. Uh-huh. You get up off the table and you fall down a bunch. Uh, okay, the next song is the last song in the album. And I'm just going to go ahead and play it. We can talk about it. It's Endless Bummer. Oh, yeah, right. I'm realizing uh, how long it had been. Well, I I listened to some of this yesterday in preparation for today because I realized, oh, it's been a while since I've actually listened to the record. Yeah. Even though I – because I was listening to it a ton when it came out. But I I like this one. It's It's fine. I don't think I, this something that comes up is the uh, uh, I call them track tens because they they end a lot of their song their albums on ten they yeah. do a lot of ten album track ten song tracks or uh, albums I don't know if this is one of my favorite track tens because they have some other yeah. really even on some of the lesser Weezer albums they have some really really solid uh, songs in the in the ten spot yeah this one. I like and I like because I can sort of like I get how it fits in with the vibe of the album. Like this is like a uh, bonfire nighttime beach song. Yeah, this is and I and on that level I think it's great. Um, it it ends with the same beach noises as the beginning of the album mm, to sort of right. give you the illusion of a uh, singular sort of experience. Uh, I kind of wish all the songs had a little bit of the beach on it. Well, be again, crazy. you can make your own edit. I guess I could do whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I guess uh, there was a, a misheard lyric that a lot of fans were hearing um, him sing life instead of uh, wife. And Rivers uh, on the Facebook fan club uh, page uh, offered the correct lyric, and it is wife, but he goes, what's the difference? <laughs> this guy likes being married, folks. <laughs> Interesting that he spent a little time on Tinder. Yeah, something's not quite checking out. <laughs> uh, I, I have to share this because you're talking about a misheard lyric. Yes. Uh, I have never actually thought this is what the lyric was, but it's how I always hear it. Uh, and forgive me, I cannot pull the name of the song, but it's on the Green Album. Uh-huh. And I have ruined this song for so many people by sharing this with them. Please. So I'm about to ruin a song. For I can't you. wait. Uh, whatever the song is, uh, that uh, the chorus is because I don't want to break your fine face. Oh, it's I just smile. Okay, yeah. smile. That line uh, when he says your fine face I can't take, I yes. believe is what he actually yeah. says. All right, next time you listen to it, <laughs> just. I have always heard the lyric as Cause I don't wanna break You fart face sucking dick <laughs> That's how I hear it Every single time I mean <laughs> That would be such a wild I know I I've, love it Again though. I've never actually thought But I was like God that's what it sounds like it, you It's very very good <laughs> And I gotta hear it This part of the song's good Yeah 
I think I don't think the song is bad. Uh, it sounds like uh, yeah. It kind of does. I never, it never. I was like, what? It's always reminding me of something. And in this moment, I finally realized what it made me think of. Yeah. They're ending the album on some some great guitar work here. Uh, and the I think, drums too. Oh man, the drums. And you know what? I want to give a shout out to Scott. Scott does some great work on this album too. It's not as it's more subtle, obviously. Yeah. But he's doing some he's doing some great work. Shout out to Scott. I hope you get everything you need at Sprouts next time you're there. <laughs> hope there's no problems you have to ask the cashier yeah. about. Hope everything goes smoothly. You let that go too. I let it go. So we can get that beach sound. Yeah. Hey Tony, pass the sunscreen. Okay, Matt. I will. <laughs> The most literal yes and possible. <laughs> that would be actually a really funny improv show. I don't know if this is true, if it would be a very funny improv show. But like just the idea of yes anding so hard that like there's like nothing else you could really do. Just being like, uh-huh, absolutely. Great. Just like moving through actually every premise, never questioning anything. I feel like that's what I would do in every moment of panic <laughs> if I was in that scenario. Uh, oh, something I should have uh, mentioned as well, and I absolutely should have mentioned this. Uh, Endless Bummer, co-written by Brian Bell. Uh, ah. So, as, Tony, that's the end of the album. We did it. We did it. What do we? How do we? Where do we think this album stacks up with the rest of their discography? For me, it's in the top five. Oh yeah, for me easily. I'll go. I'd, I'll say top four. Wow, I think. We're our order is probably the same or close, because uh, I think I don't know what I've I, I can't remember what I've said before. I've probably I think I often switch blue and Pinkerton yeah. depending on like where I'm at, right? Sort of emotionally. I understand that. I uh, feel like I could do that as well. Right now, I'm gonna say it's blue, Pinkerton. Everything will be all right in the end, and then white, and then Maladroit. Interesting. Uh, see, I, I will, I'll, I'll sneak green in there, even though oh, it's yeah. a little, it's, it is a little generic, Yeah, but I've found that, uh, I have revisited it in like the past few years and I've been like, well, it's got great you know lyrics it's, that it's, are very easy to hear, <laughs> it's, but it's, uh, there's something like it just, it's, it, it also like, I feel like came out at a very certain time in my life that I yes. just have a lot of fond memories of. And like, I remember being excited and yeah. going and buying it the day it came out and, and, uh, and yeah, like I, I don't think I was like in love with it. There were definitely a handful of songs I really liked, but overall, I was always like, this feels a little generic, but I still like it. Though. I feel like everybody that I know that loves the Green Album, like I love it too. But yeah. everybody that got it when it came out was sort of like, yeah, twenty eight uh, minutes is like a long enough album. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, 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 it's not that much shorter than Pinkerton. Yeah, yeah, it's it's only like the, yeah, it's probably only seven minutes shy, if yeah, uh, if even. that. Uh, but I mean, that's the White Album. Tony, thank you so much for being here. Do you, would you like to plug anything? Uh, well, uh, I mean, you did all my my plugs up top, but yes. yeah, I guess the the big one is that uh, yeah, Motion City Soundtrack is uh, we're doing a reunion tour next year. Your Motion City Sound back. That's right. Why didn't we think of that? <laughs> uh, you can use it. Yeah, uh, tickets uh, just went on sale. Um, it's uh, it's exciting. Where I'm excited to do it. Uh, doesn't start till January, so got to got to wait a ways. But uh, yeah. tickets are on sale now. Uh, so. Uh, uh, get them where tickets are sold. On the internet, mostly. On the internet, yeah. where you can also find me at Tony Thaxton on Twitter and Instagram. Great. Uh, and then you can follow uh, me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Apodaca and follow the show at WWTHTA WeezerPod. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, email uh, WWTHTA WeezerPod at gmail.com and maybe we'll read it on the show. Guys, I don't 
there's the the email bank has gone dry. Uh-oh. I don't got any emails to read, and I'm definitely going to be doing uh, Alone 3 soon, which are uh, the episodes oh. that I record by myself. Oh. So send me some emails. Uh, and Tony, thank you so much for being here. My uh, pleasure. Thanks for having me. You're a delight. Oh, please. <laughs> we'll see you next week, guys. Goodbye. If you'd like to support the show, you can go on iTunes and give us five stars and leave us a nice little review. We'd really appreciate that. If you'd like to support the show monetarily, you can go to anchor.fm slash Pod slash support. There's monthly contribution options if you'd like to help keep the lights on for the show. And all your support means a lot. Thank you so much.